Good morning, everyone. Welcome to church. My name is Joe. I'm one of your pastors here. For every nation, Canberra, we exist to honor God and make disciples. Three weeks ago, we started a series called Beyond Happy. Yes. Discovering joy in unexpected places. You know, happiness is a funny thing. The more you look for it, the lesser you find it. And in the end, the unhappier you become. See, joy is rooted in God and not in our circumstances. We started our series with finding joy in our identity. The secret of joy is Christ in you and not you in your circumstances. And joy is found in the calming and peaceful presence of God. And you, you enjoy it, you feel it regardless of your situations in life. It permeates in your life. Last week, we talked about finding joy in purpose. And to really understand our purpose, first we have to know that we were made by God and we were made for God. Our purpose is to honor God in everything that we do, to worship Him, to grow in our character, to declare Jesus in our lives, and to use the gifts that He has given us to serve others. Joy is found when God is glorified in our lives. And today, we are going to talk about obedience. If I say obedience or obey, what are the words that you associate with it? Parents, duty, law, rules, commands, regulations. But I reckon most of us would not even think of the word joy. You see, joy and obedience, they don't seem to fit together, right? Joy seems liberating. Obedience is a bit more, like, restrictive. Joy is lighthearted. Obedience is sort of like burdensome and kind of heavy. Why is it hard to be obedient? See, the world is saying if you obey, if you obey all the rules, then you miss all the fun. By nature, most of us would like to rebel. We don't want to be told what to do because we think we know what's best for us. When something doesn't make sense to us or when something is difficult, we just immediately put it away as something that we should not do. See, most of us find it difficult to discover the connection between obedience and joy. And today we will look at the Bible and see why there is joy in obedience. But first, as a follower of Jesus, why do you think obedience is important? Charles Spurgeon said, the first thing God requires of his child is obedience. But our human nature, we want to rebel against obedience. You know, the Bible is full of individuals who disobeyed God. Adam and Eve, the fall of man, started when they disobeyed God and ate of the forbidden fruit. Do you know that the very first command that God gave can be found in Genesis? And let's read it. The Lord God took the man, that's Adam, and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. And the Lord commanded the man. The Lord commanded 
Adam. This is the very first command that you find in the Bible. God said, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden. So this was lavish provision being given by God. Adam was allowed to eat anything, every fruit of every tree in the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. There is this sort of prohibition. So there's a small prohibition here. God said, but you cannot eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and you shall not eat any of the fruit of that tree. And then he said, for in the day that you eat it, you shall surely die. So there is a strong penalty. The Bible is very clear that if there is disobedience, there is a consequence that must be ultimately paid. In Numbers 32, 23, the Bible tells us, be sure your sin will find you out. If you will not, behold, you have sinned against the Lord, your sin will find you out. Disobedience has a consequence. See, the death mentioned in the Bible, death will surely find you. It's not physical death. That death means eternal separation from God. It's not physical death. Disobedience separates us from God. You know, many of us go outside the obedience of God in pursuit of something. Now, this is dangerous. Why? Because if it is something that we have done out of disobedience, we have to live outside of God in order to keep it. If you seek pleasure in a forbidden relationship, for example, you have to live in disobedience for you to be able to justify that relationship because obeying God means you have to put an end to it because it is wrong. If you seek to live in unforgiveness and hatred for people who have done wrong to you, you have to live in disobedience for you to justify that because if you want to obey God, it means you have to love and forgive them, right? Remember, a life lived in disobedience is a life lived outside of God. And if you live your life outside of God, it's meaningless. See, life without God is like an unsharpened pencil. Life has no point. Life without God it's meaningless. It is a life lived in darkness. A life where you only rely on your own strength, on your own capacity. In the middle of the night, if the light goes out, most of us would be able to grope and find our way to the kitchen or the cupboard where we keep the flashlight. We would probably stumble, hit a chair, or hit the bench top, but we would find our way. You know, many of those who live in darkness who live without God, have figured out to perform basic tasks of life in the dark. But the thing is, a lot of people who live in the dark think that they're just fine living outside of God's will. Based on their human experiences, they may be right to a certain extent. People who do not believe in God 
live in nice houses, they have good jobs, they are financially rewarded in the things that they do. But the life lived without God is a life lived in darkness. Our own strength, our own knowledge, our own wealth, you see, they will not be enough to sustain us in the long run. If Jesus Christ is the light of your life, then you will never have to walk in darkness again. The Bible says, in Jesus was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. Jesus is the light that shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot extinguish, can never extinguish that light. If you are in Christ, you have been rescued from darkness. The Bible says, we are called into darkness, into his marvelous light. And that light is Jesus. The truth of who Jesus is will set you free. You know, note that God calls you. He doesn't force you into obeying him. The Lord desires our obedience, but he never demands it. Like in this picture, see, he drops the ladder, but it is always up to us if you would climb that ladder and get out of that pit. Obedience is a choice. And we don't have to look far. Jesus lived a life of obedience. His earthly ministry was solely to fulfill the will of God. However, he did have a choice. In Luke chapter 22, verse 42, in the middle of his anguish, Jesus said, Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me, yet not my will, but your will be done. Jesus set the perfect example of obedience to us. The Bible says, and being found in appearance as a man, Jesus humbled himself and became obedient to death. He became obedient to death, even to death on a cross. And because of that, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name above all names. Obedience is a choice. And our disobedience separates us from God. And a life without God can be very lonely. It can be very dark, void of any hope and joy. So where do we all start? How do we obey God? First, we start by knowing God. We cannot obey someone we do not know. The Bible says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And it's not enough that you know God. When you know God, it's important that you hear God. He said, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God. This was Jesus speaking, saying, if you hear the word of God, you're blessed. And more so, it's not enough that you just know God and hear God. It's important that you hear him. It's important that you obey him. You know, if you obey God, you wouldn't be popular. People wouldn't be supporting the choice that you made. They wouldn't like it. They wouldn't support uh, you while you're going through the choices that you've made. But when your obedience is questioned, you can always confidently answer that I serve God and not man, and that is my choice. 
I choose to obey God. And we obey God because our faith justifies our obedience to God even when our questions are unanswered. Sometimes you have to obey God even if he chooses to become silent to the questions you ask him. Being obedient to God rarely means it's going to be comfortable. You know, when God asks you to do something, sometimes he asks you to get out of your comfort zone, pluck you out of that nice, comfortable place that you're in and take you to a place of trial where your heart is exposed and your motives are revealed. But in spite of being uncomfortable, I will still choose to obey God. If you choose to obey God, you will be work, working and walking opposite the way people are going. We have to remain morally firm in obeying God, even if it means that obedience to God means you're standing all by yourself, apart from the world. See, God has a plan and a purpose for your life, and you will never realize that in your soul until you step out in obedience. God's servants obey God's words regardless of the consequences. You know, when you obey God, you leave the consequences to Him. You just obey. Sometimes what, ask, what God asks you to do is something that you don't like doing. It is in difficult situations, remember, that God exposes your heart. It is in difficult situations that God molds your character. A wife asked her husband, what if one day you just suddenly realize you don't love me anymore? How would husbands respond? Can we hear from the husbands? What if your wife asks you, what if one day you just realize you don't love me anymore and you want out of this marriage? You know what the husband responded? He immediately responded with this. He said, there is always obedience. The Bible says husbands love, look at your wives. Husbands say, uh, the Bible says husbands love your wives. It means continuing to love your spouse even if you cannot find a reason to anymore. It means continuing to love your spouse even if at times you're, it's a struggle even liking them. You just, you just don't want to see their face. When the Bible says, love your wives, it means love them in spite of. See, there's always obedience you can turn to when you're challenged with your very own conviction. I'm not happy in this relationship anymore. But you marry that woman, woman and the Bible says, love your wife. The Bible says, love your enemies. That's difficult. If you want to obey the Bible, it means being kind, being loving, being compassionate to the very people who stabbed you at your back and betrayed you. See, when God asks you to be obedient, it's not always easy. But then again, we have to obey. We do not blindly obey God. Even if we do not see what's ahead of us, we obey because we trust. We obey even if we do not know where our obedience will lead us because we trust. 
the one who gave the command. We obey even if it doesn't make sense. It's not logical. It's against what the world is telling us. We still obey because we trust the one who gave the command. The attitude of obedience is this. We obey not because we have to. We obey because we love God. In John 14, 23, Jesus said, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. The motivation for obedience, more than anything else, is our love for God. You know what I learned in life? When God calls you to something, He doesn't always call you to succeed. Remember this. When God calls you to something, He doesn't always call you to succeed. He calls you to obey. Sometimes He calls you and He allows you to fail. Right? The success of your calling, it's not in your hands. It's in God's hands. But the choice to obey is up to you and me. See, the choice of obedience is blessed with a heart filled with joy and peace. What I also learned is that when you obey God, things might not go the way you want them to go, but whatever it is that God gives you, He will give you the joy and the peace in your heart that transcends all understanding and explanation, that you will just have this peace that permeates in your life regardless of the chaos that is happening around you. Obedience to God's word leads to abundance of blessings. There is joy in obedience. You know, many of us think that obedience to God is burdensome. The thing that we do not often realize is that if we do not obey the Lord, we will end up following and obeying the voice of another person, someone else's voice, or sometimes even our own voice. And i just like to end this by sharing this cute picture of Mickey's dog. Her name is Chewy, you know. When she hears the front door opening, she would run and try to get out of the house. There was one time when I, I accidentally let her slip. And you know, when I called her and said, Chewy, come. That was the look that she gave me. That was the look that I, I think is like saying, I, I want to follow you, my master. But, you know, playing and running around is very tempting. And when I said, Chewy, come, she started running off and she gave me the best cardio exercise for that day. Really. You know, God is our master. Sometimes I see myself in that situation. And we see ourselves in that situation. God is our master. And when he gives us a command or calls us, we stop for a while, caught between the line, where we say, Lord, I want to obey you. But this is so tempting. I really want to do this, but still I want to obey you. So we're caught in that line. 
How often do we find ourselves so busy with so many things to do when God is saying, come, sit with me for a while. And we look at Him and say, can I finish this first? You know, I really have to submit this. I need to do this and finish this. Can we just talk later? How often do we get distracted when God says, listen to what I have to say. Read the Bible. Read your devotion. No, I have to go. I'm late for work. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still finishing something. I need, to, I need to finish this series. It's almost coming to its climax and I want to watch it. See? How often do we find ourselves on our phones and our computers in front of the TV when God is saying, can I spend some time with you? We're all guilty of this. God will probably tell you, don't give me that innocent look. You know, we're like, a lot of us are like chewy in our relationship with our master. We get distracted with the world around us and we fail to spend time with God so that we will get to know Him. That we will get to hear His voice so that we can stand and make a choice and say, God, I will, I will obey You. Know God, hear God, obey God. You know, most, most of us probably in this room drive, right? And we all live our lives. It's like a journey. When we are driving on the road of life, I want you to remember this. What will keep you safe is not the sign that you read. They're not the signs that you see everywhere and read. What will keep you safe are the signs that you obey. Remember that. It's not the science that you read, but it's the science that you obey. Hear God, it wouldn't make any sense and make any difference if you do not obey. Jesus said, if you love me, you will obey my commandments. And as we contemplate on this truth, let's all stand and continue to sing a song of praise to our God who loves us and calls us to obedience. God given us this opportunity to be here and listen to your word. Lord, we've looked for love in so many places from so many people. The reason that we cannot find them is because we haven't found you. Lord, our prayer is for us to know you more, to hear you more. And when you call us to say, Lord, yes, Lord, I will obey. Lord, thank you that we can find our joy in you we can find our joy in the purpose that you have set for our lives and more importantly we can find joy in obeying you 
thank you that you have loved us first. And thank you that we can find meaning because you have given us purpose. Thank you that we can love others because you showed us how to love first. Lord, I pray that whatever circumstance you may be in right now, whatever struggles we are going through, whatever challenges, relationships, finances, work, school, anything that bothers us, Lord. Lord, we know that we will find joy in you regardless of our situation. Lord, help us to obey with a cheerful heart and reveal to us, Lord, your desire for our lives. We thank you, Lord, for who you are. And we pray that we can hear you, your voice. And when we do, that we will gladly obey and say, yes, Lord, I will do it. Enjoy your weekend. Love your wives.